This week on Lazy Hollywood, we're talking a little, little, what are we talking? Ghost in the Shell. No? Lazy Hollywood Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Lazy Hollywood. You've got myself, Paul, you've got Nick, you've got Smiler, and you've got Andrew. And this week we are talking Ghost in the Shell. Indeed. There's a ghost in my shell. Total power. Yes. So. <laughs> Does that mean you've not been laid in a while, Matt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. you got a ghost in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, there's a ghost in my yeah. shell. Whatever that means, interpret it how you want. There's a ghost in my You're shell. You're probably right. <laughs> yes. There's a ghost in my shell, Delilah, Delilah. Yeah. I watched an interesting fact about the music to Ghost in the Shell, about how it was like all these different sort of genres of music put together, but I can't remember none of it. Oh, that's a good And that's song. how I want to start the show. <laughs> it, was, it was really complicated how they explained it all, and I thought, my God, that's fascinating. But it was gone the moment I was told. It just <laughs> left my brain into the atmosphere. Oh, um, wow. Nick. Yes. When did the original come out? 95. When did the remake come out? 2017. But still in the cinema. It is. It is. It is. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. How would you like to begin this lovely journey? Um, Synapses. Synapses is, that would be a good one, wouldn't it? It's like we always forget every week. <laughs> but Nick. Yes. You can take the um, the blue pill and we do this um, podcast. Yep. Or you can take the red pill and we can go into a whole world discussing a film blatantly has no relevance to the Matrix. Um, I'll take the red pill. Right, in that case, continue with your plot summaries. In that case, yes. The year is 2029. Not long too far in the future. The world has become intensely information-oriented and humans are well-connected to the network. Prime has uh, developed into a sophisticated stage by hacking into an interactive network. To prevent this, Section 9 is formed. These are cyborgs with incredible strengths and abilities that can access any network on Earth. Or if you want a more simpler version, a cyber... A cyborg policewoman and a partner hunt a mysterious, powerful hacker called the Puppet Master. Yes. And the year 2017. Um, where am I? Is that still only based, like, 12 years away? Yeah, 2029. My cybernetic autism. <laughs> In the near future, Amidia is the first of her kind. Seemed, oh my god, I said that completely wrong. <laughs> In the future... In the near future... Major is the first of her kind, a human saved from a terrible crack, uh, who is a cyber-enhanced to be a perfect soldier vouted to stopping the world's most dangerous criminals. That same story, just without the puppet master. Same story as Robocop, isn't it? Pretty <laughs> much, yeah. The way he described it, not the actual film, oh, obviously, but no. the way he described it just sounds like Robocop, that's just... Does. Does. Right, where do you want to begin this journey? Um, obviously, Smiler, it's very notable, you're a massive sort of anime slash manga fan. So, I imagine you've got a bit more insight to uh, Um, us. Yeah, um, I can start off by, okay, uh, Ghost in the Shells, um, it was written by Matsumuni Shiro. He's the guy that was behind the manga, and I think that first came out, he first started writing that in 1989, so that was the year of my birth. I wasn't even born when he was writing this. Um, But yeah, he did that, 
and obviously in Japan, it was like because it was like the first of its kind of cybernetic sci-fi in the manga world. Um, it got like high reviews. Um, hence, they came out with the 1995 film, and then from the 1995 film came alone the second film called Innocence, and the whole series called Standalone. And there's been so many different films or series based on this, but there was only three ever mangas written. Um, I think the first one, the second one was all about the puppeteer, um, which Nick kind of mentioned a little bit earlier in the synopsis, but it goes on about them two kind of merging. And then the third one is completely, um, another guy picked up the illustration and took over. So that's a little insight to Ghost of the Show. Boom. I see, I see. And I wrote somewhere he got the name from a book, didn't he? I was trying to find out stuff. There was... My notes. Is it the, the ghost in the machine or something? Um, that's just... It's a it's a translation type thing, isn't it? Um, well, apparently it was a book, but that's where they got inspiration for the title from. I was watching oh, some, what? Yeah, yeah for the original Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, we go. Um, Paige Homage do a book about physical psychology. Boom. Yeah, because so, the writer, the writer himself, um, Masamuni Shiro, he he he's a big fan and like all that kind of stuff in it. Like, so yeah, no, that's something. Which I was a big theme in the actual uh, film, at least in this one. Yes. Was... Yeah. Yeah. But yes. So so where do we begin? What was your initial thoughts, people, on this film, the well, original? I'd seen um, the manga previously. I'd never, obviously, I'd never seen the live action. It'd been out that long, um, but I haven't seen it for years. So I sort of went back and revisited it and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I like it. I like, I like what it does. I like what it influenced. <sighs> I mean, I like the fact when I was doing a bit of research that I found out that it influenced the um, the Matrix so much. That's like yep. a massive thing. They literally stole shot for shot on it. They kind of watched it and they were just like, yeah, I want to do it like this film. So they pretty much just did it like the film. So ah. I thought that was quite fascinating. There's scenes where you can actually watch them and they're pretty much the identical scene that they've stolen from them. Yeah. This. So, I mean, that's that's if that's not a nod to this film, I don't know what is. Cause the one that springs to mind is um, when they're in the, uh, the, like, the river. And she's uh, yep. invisible, and she's knocking him over. Kind of that scene in slow motion. From, from which part, sorry? In the uh, in the original, where yeah. he she's chasing oh, yeah, yeah. the guy, yeah, the garbage guy, the dustman, yeah, yeah, the garbage guy. When they're fighting, that scene, I can't remember what it scene it is in the Matrix. Cause I haven't seen those films in years, but it, it, I think that's one of the scenes that's been copied because it rings a bell in the Matrix. That kind of slow motion, kind of falling over thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, talking talking about like the Matrix and Ghost in the Shell. When I first like, I think I first watched Ghost in the Shell. Not when it came out in '95. I would have only been six years old. But like, um, I think I watched the Matrix and Ghost in the Shell round about the same times, about 2001. Yeah. And when obviously being at a younger age, when I I remember the first ever time watching both both films, I was confused to fi- obviously I'm much younger, so like I didn't exactly get the whole gist of it but i remember watching them both and it was like completely okay what the fuck is that film about obviously with the matrix i was just like i think i only watched it just for the scenes the fight scenes and everything because everything else was all confusing to me but then when you watch it when you're a little bit older and more understanding obviously you put things together kind of thing yeah so yeah indeed um i think it, watching it back now again 1995 it definitely stands the test of time like it still looks and i think that's the good thing about animation is if it's done well the first time it will last for years again this is one of the um yeah like for instance if you watch all any of the old studio ghibli films they still look 
pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, it's, it's become a classic. Same with this. Like, um, it's uh, it does look pretty good, and the soundtrack also uh, is really good. I thought from this film and um i liked pretty much all the characters there wasn't really anyone i didn't like i think i like the fact they went into um like we were talking about earlier, the whole psychological psychological thing mm. whereas it seemed a bit missing in the remake <laughs> well i thought you know when you when you went on about the soundtrack there because yeah. i i enjoyed like the the 95 soundtrack yeah. yeah so when watching the the new film i was you know the mate that i had not even going to try to imitate but it goes yeah 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 I, I don't know. know you know that bit, know yeah you know. like that <laughs> that bit there like wasn't in the second film just till the very like until it got to the credits yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah. obviously i was thinking wait a minute they're missing like a major part of this film yeah. but then obviously the credits came up and i was just like oh okay so, yeah, yeah a lot of film remakes seem to be doing that now they seem to have like a major bit of the music in the credits yeah, that's what old um thingy seven did wasn't it? yeah magnificent mm. seven they had the original theme <laughs> tune in the credits yeah. it seems more and more doing it it's a, a strange thing yeah no no again like I said I was trying to look up some facts for this one it was the um, the first sort of anime film to be released in Japan UK and US all at the same time yes yeah. Which is massive for it, and apparently it was um, out of the three, it was actually um, least successful in Japan. Oh wow! In opening time, like the other two were bigger. I mean, obviously over time, I guess it. But that's not to say that it wasn't successful yeah. in Japan. But it, it was, was still bigger. hugely successful. But it was bigger in the other two, which is a credit to it because you'd expect naturally in Japan it would just that's where it would go. Like. Yeah. But I suppose yeah. that was the time uh, in the early nineties and late eighties is when the whole anime thing was coming over to the uh, America and England. Well, that's it, because I remember it, really, I, I checked out this film because of um, Diver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, you yeah, had yeah, the live-action yeah. Diver series, which was like quite big, which then got everyone to be like, oh, yeah, if you think yeah. Diver, the live-action's cool, you need to see like the old movies. They're like amazing, and you're like, well, they can't be that good, and you watch them, and things are getting like eyes ripped out and all kinds of craziness, and you're like, fucking hell, this is crazy. So I think that's what really opened the door for that sense, is like, Diver was... That was massive. Mm, I remember that. That was good fun. Yeah, I mean, would you say this is an adult film? Yes. I would say it's more yeah. for the mature audience. It is, definitely, yeah. It's not. Yeah, I mean, Nick, I sent you a um, a quote from James Cameron. You did? Yeah, read that out. He, he quoted about this film. He was a massive one um, with the um, 1995 one. He was a huge fan. And there's um, a pretty well-known quote that he gave about it. I'm getting... Where is it? It is... James Cameron, the first truly adult animation film to reach a level of literature... Liter- God, he'd say that was. Should have sent it to Andrew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literal and visual excellence. Yes, I mean, from, from someone time. like, and he, he goes on to like, the, I think there's there's things in the future where people said about this is what opened his eyes to things like Avatar or something like that, but just think about other universes and I think there was a whole sort of, um, whole massive thing. So he he was hugely influenced and a massive fan of it all. Um, yeah, I mean, who noticed any like sort of differences with the stories between the two and things like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I similar- similarities and differences. So it was yeah. a slightly different storyline. It wasn't about the first one was about evolving, coming yeah. together and evolving in, into something new across the network, or to be reborn as something new. Nothing, nothing of the the previous two, of, aka the Puppet Master and Major, would would be the same. But there'd be this new thing. Yeah. The second one, the 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 basis of it was. Um, 
I got the. I don't know if they were just friends or an actual couple in real life. And then when they were taken and used uh, to become cyborgs and their memories wiped, they're, they're, they're just getting back to what they were doing before. They were anti, anti-futuristic cyborgs, anti-technology, and they were, they were just going back to that. But I, don't, I, I couldn't work out whether they were a couple or just friends. Apparently they were from, um, was it a runaway kid's home or something? Yeah, yeah, they ran away and they went to the lawless zone yeah, uh, and their whole thing was, um, what did she call it? The mother. What she had a manifesto. Their manifesto was, technology is going to destroy the world, and and they, and they both became probably the most technological technologically advanced things that have come out of um, cyborg and enhancements. So it wasn't a case of merging. It was just join me on the network, um, so we can destroy everyone else who's 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 done this to us. Mm. Again, yeah, it, the remake is definitely like a more of an original story. Yeah, because yeah, they were people in the in 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 the second one, the remake. There were people, yeah. and it was their actual brains. Whereas the other one, the puppet master, was um, a program that became aware that was yeah. was designed to um, hack and influence markets and espionage and stuff like that. Mm company espionage and it became aware of itself and decided this is not this is not what i want to do anymore <laughs> kind of thing so i i I, don't, I i went totally into the remake expecting nothing i didn't look up any or i did look up a lot of stuff before it but never did i go into the storyline because i wanted that to be a surprise because yeah. i have i watched the original several times over the years probably you know when it first came out um so it was it was interesting to see, and I don't know why this remake has had such bad critic like critical. That's what I was going to say. Because well. I mean, it's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I don't know why. All you hear is, "Oh, I heard it's bad. I heard it's bad." Yeah, don't believe it. If if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching it because you think just because your friend or the newspaper say it's bad, go and see it for yourself because you might be pleasantly surprised, like I was. Yeah, yeah, same. I agree with you. This is one where sort of like the whole sort of lazy Hollywood debate sort of like flips from the other side where you, you do find that people were just hating this film and saying the original was amazing, this film's crap without even watching either film. Do you know what I mean? You'll find they'll just hate on it just because. But um, no, it wasn't. I don't find it that bad at all. It definitely wasn't like, oh my God, this is the worst film I've ever seen. I mean, visually, if we're talking about the remake for Visually, a it was beautiful. It was like, I thought the whole really city good. and everything, it was, it was beautifully done. Like, for instance, and those... Um, sorry. Well. Yeah, 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 she did really well, um, I thought. Like, I think she's definitely one of the strong parts of the film. But yeah, the, just a little scene about the visuals. Uh, those geishas in the opening scene, uh, their faces aren't CGI, they're all actually real yep, when they yeah. open up I, I, I think I mentioned it yeah. coming leading up to this when I wanted to do Ghost in the Shell for my yeah. movie choice I, like there's um, the guy who done Mythbusters he has his own YouTube channel and he goes to the studios where all this stuff is made and it is phenomenal that first scene yeah. where the cybernetic body is being dipped that's all 3D printed oh wow there's like a thousand plus 3D printed parts that took months to put together just for that then brief few seconds yeah <laughs> crazy no cgi there or like you say the geishas yeah. like they've got air pumps and everything to make them close magnetic attachments it's all behind the scenes you need to if you're interested in knowing how it's done go look it up i, I can't something savage is his name and uh he looks into um her suit as well 
Yeah. Mm. That you see, that's not CGI. That's it's an actual silicone. suit. What? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa! With the, you the... know, when you see the suit and the little blue little lines in it, you're telling me that's not see that that's. No, I don't. No, the, the blue line, the blue lines. You, you only see you know that when, when it she's ripping colors, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, no, okay. No, no. But the actual, the actual where she looks pre- practically naked. Yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. one suit and it's, it's made no out of seams. silicon. Yeah. yeah, it's a suit made out of silicon. But yeah, um, I suppose before we move on to the remake, uh, anyone got any notes about the original? Get get this one out of the way. It, it's hard to. I mean, it's hard to talk about because it is a good. I think we can all agree it's a really good film yeah i don't think i don't think so much as notes i don't make many notes i mean it's such an old film a lot of people have seen it by now anyway it's um i think just stick with comparisons maybe comparisons and throwbacks like the beagle i think that's the name of the the dog breed the beagle is a throwback is it a basset hound Hound, okay basset hound then the 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 throwback because that was the pitch the guy had a dog the beagle yeah and i don't know why they've they used it so many times in the remake so yeah, many the times. only time the only reason i did because the director likes basic hands really yeah and it's in the it's in the original isn't it the the, guy yeah yeah uh, yeah, the original director for the original film likes Basset Hounds. That's his favorite dog, and there's there's no reason why the dog is in there apart from the fact he likes them. Wow, that's good enough, that's good enough reason. <laughs> yeah, it's good enough reason. But I, I I noticed that, and I and that just stuck out to me in a big way. Yeah. Um, I like how it, it's almost like some of the remake is almost a prequel. Like the garbage scene is probably one one of the first scenes we come across in the original yet in the in the in the remake it's like halfway down the halfway through the movie oh yeah it's a long way away uh, yes yeah, a long way away and and also the part where you find out you know how his eyes got that way oh, yeah, yeah i know i know i noticed that. i thought I that was really story. clever yeah. that was really yeah. good yeah it was almost yeah. like they went with the remake they went back in time further mm. like no that's a good point that's a good point because when i watched the when i watched the uh, the film um the scott johansson film i did think Balto or um the guy's name because yeah. like uh, that's that's the main thing that you notice is his hair and then things that cover his eyes in the animation right. um so when i, I seen it in this one i was just like he's got the hair but he's got his eyes. They should have done something with his eyes. And then all of a sudden, when he did get that, like he, the explosion and everything, and he had to get them done, I was just like, you know what? That was a nice little input to put into yep. the film. Very nice. Yeah, I, I, I feel, feel the same. So, yeah, nah. I'm telling you, this film genuinely, like, because I read so many, whatever you call them, hashtags on Twitter to actual um, critic reviews. Yeah. And I feel like a lot, it's like Paul was saying, like there's a lot of haters, whether they've watched either um, either of the films. But I felt like it's a lot of like fanboy presence, like um, because they loved like the animation version, they were just purely hating on that Hollywood made an adaption to it. Because when I was reading a lot of it as well, it also, you know, there's a lot of subjects it touches about whether it's having a western cast for the film and instead of japanese and everything a lot of people were hating it on that fact alone so a lot of people wouldn't even watch it for the fact that it had like a let's say a white cast kind of thing but but how could you tell the original you can't tell whether they're asian no 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 no. yeah that's true well i was because like i started commenting stuff like (laughs) um when i when i was messaging certain people it was like japan like obviously japan like with films like death note and attack on titan they have their own kind of japanese film version that comes out with japanese cast yeah Yeah, that's right yeah Mm -hmm. so i don't understand why people get annoyed that like obviously if japan decided to make a ghost in the shell film with a japanese cast then fine like i don't see why people were getting bothered 
yeah. but Hollywood wanted to make their own adaption. And in my eyes, the Hollywood adaption of this Ghost in the Shell was was quite good, in all honesty, you know. So, um, as I say, there's a lot of hate towards the film, but I thought this film was actually... It, I'm not saying it was the most amazing film I've seen, but I think because I read so many bad reviews about it and it was really hit hard, that I think that just made it even better for me to watch kind of thing. You know when someone hypes up a film yeah. saying... It's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing. And then you watch it and you're like, uh, that's a little bit too overhyped. Because I read so much like bad things about this film, I was going into this film with a kind of like, not an, eh, yeah, a negative kind of mindset thinking this is going to be shit. But you know what? In all honesty, it surprised me and I thought it was actually well done. There, there was one thing that I didn't understand and it kind of it didn't piss me off but it was like everyone spoke English yeah, yeah. apart from Daisuka <laughs> Daisuka the, the, right, the, yeah, the yeah. old guy and he was like the only guy that spoke in Japanese and I'm just like because I, I know he, like he, he he's a Japanese comedian back in his early days yeah, yeah. Um, and also he's done he's done like books he's like done uh, directing and stuff like that um, I think his name's Takeshi Takeshi Katano or something yes, like that. You are right. Yep. Um, but yeah, I didn't understand like why he was the only character that talked in Japanese, and then everyone else would just talk back in English. Yeah. So like that that was the one thing that obviously you guys might have an answer for that, but that was the one thing that made me like, huh, okay. <laughs> the only thing I, the only thing I could place on that is his age. What do you mean by that? Look, so he he's old, and everyone else has his enhancements, so maybe everyone else just speaks English now. Oh, uh, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. Well, I was going to say uh, just another similarity: how they used the how they mentioned when they when they had the team talking about the, their plans and whatnot. He and they were they were discussing. Oh, look, he's got another enhancement, and he's like, they're like, why don't you get one? He's like, nope, I haven't got got any enhancements, and I plan to stick that way. In the original, why did you hire me? Because you have no enhancements. You're yes. you're you're a good cop. Blah yeah, blah blah. I, I like that that throw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I was gonna say is, um, you talk about the whole Twitter thing earlier. There is a really good article in Wide.com saying, uh, pretty much the uh, the uh, title of the uh, page says, "Thanks to Twitter, Ghost in the Show never stood a chance." Because again, because there was so much hate towards this, it was almost going to be a failure before it even got mm. released. Again, that's yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Mm. Not like full on, but I think at a massive point, there was, there was like everyone said there was a big hate campaign going into yeah. it. I mean, I, I wasn't looking forward to it at all because of like the things, but I was um, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Right, yeah, let's uh, do some budgets and stuff. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's break this up a bit. Right, so budget for the 1995 film. What do you about think? Six hundred thousand. 400, 600,000 uh, are we talking about yen or are we talking about dollars <laughs> we're talking about dollars <laughs> it's always in dollars is it not yeah dollars yeah I'm going to go I'm going to go this couldn't cost that much yen 150,000 okay Paul what do you think um I'd say 175,000 um, this cost roughly uh, using my conversion here because I've had to use a conversion because I could only find it in yen uh, 5,300,000 dollars what okay. yeah. wait, wait no 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 5 million what he's converting it to just now wouldn't have been 5 million back in 95 no, if it's 600 it uh, million yen yeah but what what 600 million yen in 95 or how it might yeah I, I, don't, I don't know those facts. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's like five million. I don't think it would have made five million in 95 in box office. 
But I could be wrong. I mm. could be wrong. No, no, we're not talking made. Well, I thought we were talking about... Oh, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, shit. That's 600 right. million. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, 600 million, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. 5.2 million. Yeah. That's, that sounds like way too much. Yeah, to that's me. what I thought. That's what I thought. For, but then animation did cost a lot more to make back There then. was some CGI in there as well, yeah. I noticed. There's already early CGI in there, yeah. So how much do you think it uh made in the box office it probably like well, it, it opened in three america america was like the most popular place for it it's like paul said it did bigger over in the uk and in america so i, I know like it, well actually it wouldn't have made as much because i'm thinking it made around one to two million that's a big difference i'll say two million i'm gonna go with 80 million what fuck <laughs> 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 off I'll go for um, I'm gonna sit somewhere in the middle. I reckon about fifteen million. Okay, so five zero. Box office it made two point no, three. Two point three. three million. Yeah, so it cost five million to make. Yeah. Eight, eight million. I, I don't I, think I, I don't right know. With the five million production thing. I don't think we're right with it. Apparently, they said did it cost six hundred million yen. No, I might run it. Run it. Let me let me work this out. Six hundred million yen compared in ninety five compared with what six hundred million yen in two thousand seventeen. There's a big difference because inflation happened, currency went up and down. So I'm pretty sure it went five million to me. Yeah, six hundred million yen. Yeah, that's how much it cost. Uh, but apparently, it made all its money back from the DVD sales and all that. Apparently, it's a really big yeah. DVD. Yeah. It wasn't a big cinema, but it was a big DVD. Yeah. Right, uh, two thousand seventeen. How much do you think that cost to make? Ninety million. <laughs> 100 and 180 million. Yeah, I reckon that's mega bucks. Mega Yeah, bucks. I reckon it pushed out. If, if they took like, how long? Six months just to do all that 3D printing? I reckon oh, easy. Yeah. I reckon, um, yeah, I'd, I'd say over. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. Give a guess one. Uh, I'd say, I'm just going to say 75 million. I reckon it's more okay. than for. Uh, Right. How'd you say 180? <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. What is it? It cost 110 million. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's not that bad. Yeah, I wouldn't say it would have been that much more, like, surely. Not 180. You're on the verge of how much did, like, Avengers cost to make, Andrew? Uh, like, 300 million? 250 million, usually, those films. 250. So you said this was, like, 70 million off. Please say my master was good there. Is it safe? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're yeah. close. Yeah. You're close. Was I cool? Yeah. What is it? Eight? <laughs> but yeah, no. Anyway. But yes. yeah. Uh, how much do you think it made at the box office? Well, I think we're all, um, the, funny, all funny the destruction. Enough, I, funny enough, I actually read that. Um, I don't know the exact amount, but I did read. For The only reason I read this was because of so much hate. It had for the film. It actually made more than what it made. Like, that's all I know. Like, from more than what I read. Plus. Yeah, so I'm going to say one. Forty. I'm gonna go with well, all right, and if I know the price of the, year, I'm gonna go, go with two. Money. No, I'm gonna go with two hundred, two hundred million. <laughs> um, I go for hundred and fifty. It actually made one hundred and sixty-eight million. Ooh, so, made a profit. Probably not. But, yeah, see, that's a good. It's it's a good profit though. Like, yeah. well, I, you know, for how they much? probably won't make a remake. I have a sequel, sorry. But. That's a shame. No, well, I would see, I well, the, thing, the thing was, um, Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence, like the animation that yeah. came in 2001 or something, um, that wasn't really popular with that. So no. I, thought, I doubt they'll 
get a second film, like oh. Hollywood. Although, on the fact that that's where they got the geysers from in the remake, the, from oh, do you know what? I was wondering that. I was wondering if some of the parts in this was from the the sequel. Yeah, they did use some of the <clears throat> in the geysers from the sequel. Have you watched? Have you watched Innocence, Nick? Or I anyone? have. Yes, I've watched oh, yeah. years ago though. Yeah, that seems me. It's more. It's more focused on Bata's story, it is, isn't yeah, it? Like he's yeah. the main guy in the second one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Um, anyone got any film news to talk about? Um, no. Uh, I think a few trailers come out. The Blade Runner trailer came out. Blade Runner trailer there. That was a big thing. Anyone watch that? Yeah, I watched it. What do you think? Hell yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of it, actually. Wait, you share... Are you, did you watch the trailer that you... Are you on about the trailer you shared in the Lazy yeah. Hollywood group? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's the only trailer I've watched to it, then. Yeah. There was another trailer that just got released as well. Did you like the original Blade Runner with Harrison Ford, though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Cool. I'm interested to see what they do with the whole storyline. Yeah, I want to know. Yeah, because I want to know. Yeah, is he? A, I'm getting the impression he's a cyborg. Could be. I'm interested to see how they used to use Harrison Ford's character. Spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> I haven't spoiler. looked into it. I'm just going by the trailer. <laughs> I think Blade Runner. Uh, I think I already mentioned it about a couple of weeks ago. You'll see uh, Dunkirk trailer got released. I've already oh, yeah. mentioned that last week. Um, go watch it. it looks amazing. Uh, that's pretty much it for trailers. Not much as ago. I think the biggest one was, like you said, the um, Blade Runner trailer. Um, what else you got? There's not too much in the film news. Um, apparently, uh, Kylo from Star Wars, Kylo Ren, is now becoming <laughs> the fastest baby name in America for boys. Everyone's naming their Kylo baby. Ren. Are you yeah. being serious? Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, Oh, there was wow. the Cars, Cars 3 trailer. Oh, that was it, yes. I was surprised they've done a 3 with that. I gave up on number 1. You know what? I love Pixar, DreamWorks, and all the animated films hugely, but Cars is the yeah. least favorite. Least, well, uh, well, you say I, that Planes was bad. Actually, no, Planes was crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Planes was Cars, but worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Cars or Planes. I don't know, it's just the whole vehicle thing, I think. It's just a bit boring. Uh, you've got the whole Pirates of the Caribbean thing getting closer to its release. Salzar's Revenge, which comes out in... Ooh, two weeks. Two weeks for Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll probably yeah, go see that. Yeah, I mean, that's just one of those franchises that just keeps ticking, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, well, it's kind of probably been overdone. I do like a pirate film, so I probably will watch that. What's this, like, the seventh one? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five. Six. Nah, it's not the fifth one. It's, like, the sixth one. Offset. No? No, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the main three. Then you had the spin-off, and this is the fifth one. Two. You had two other. It was, like, the Black Pearl, yep. Dead Man's Chest. And there was the Waters um, and or what's World's End. Yeah. And then the Penelope Cruz That's one right. was number four, which then is called... Oh, shit. Right, okay, yeah. only five. Okay, I don't know why it feels like six or seven. But, like, you know what? I loved it, but I think... Um, Obviously, everyone loved Jack Sparrow in the first yeah. one, and maybe the second, third, but I think it... You know when you do so many films, it's like, uh... Oh, wait, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley come back in this. They oh, no, are, that was yes. lost. No, they come back, back yeah. in this. Yeah, they've got... In this, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I think this probably will be the last Pirates of the Caribbean, because they can't really go anywhere else with it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they decide to remake it. But, uh... It, it's the Disney franchise, isn't it? It is Disney, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think. Yeah. Disney, yeah, it wasn't one they bought out, it was... Disney, like from the very start, yeah. like number one, because they um in America they've got the whole Pirates of the Caribbean on their um theme parks. That's right. Yeah, wasn't it one of the first rides or something? I can't remember. Yes. I think it was, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have they ever done a Pirates of the Caribbean animated film? Not to my recollection. Do you reckon they could remake this one animated? <laughs> oh, not like As the a... ones you chose. <laughs> 
<laughs> what, so what going in reverse where they're making all their other films live action yeah, they're going to make this one animated the live action ones animated because I haven't done it <laughs> that'd be a nice twist no I wouldn't <laughs> I would go and see it <laughs> and you've got Cairns Film Festival next week that's a, that's a thing that happens that is, who won yeah. Eurovision is that a thing that was Portugal uh, Portugal yeah, yeah Portugal but as a bit of a sympathy vote but whatever <laughs> <laughs> hey hey big film comes out very soon Alien Covenant Covenant yeah so. Is this a this is a direct sequel to the um, Prometheus, Prometheus, right? Yes. It's a sequel but a prequel. What? It's oh a, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A sequel yeah. to Prometheus but a prequel to Aliens, and there is one more. There's basically a trilogy: Prometheus, Alien, Covenant. And there'll be one more after this. Which Aliens or Alien? Alien, I think. Okay. There'll be one. Yeah, more Alien. Yeah. Cool. So I'd be interested to see how they tie the last film, the next one they make, how they'll tie that in straight into Alien. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just I think it's gonna struggle. <laughs> it, uh, it's basically they're just like we spoke about last week they just don't really seem to be doing anything new with the franchise yeah I know I think I think I, I do like Ridley Scott I do like his style of movies so I will definitely want to be Aliens versus Aliens versus Blade Runner <laughs> versus Predator versus Transformers that would be a film mm. <laughs> go and see that new epic crossover versus Disney's Aladdin <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> hey, like actually, they're make, they're making um talking about Disney. They're making um a genie, no, um, not a genie, um Aladdin live action. Remake? Live, live action, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah, I'm already nah, nah. That's, yeah, nah, you that's that. not gonna, that's not gonna be good. How do you know? Who, the, who's playing Rob, um, um, exactly. That's why it's not going to be. Yeah, good. Will Smith. <laughs> Will it's Smith. Be, oh yeah, Will Smith. He's going to be, yeah. be killed yeah. by Twitter again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll happily kill the film. Robert Williams is like my favorite actor, and I don't think anyone oh, could do that role justice. I mean, I'll give it a chance, but I don't. I don't see how. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it's just, on the fence. Like, slam, uh, no, no, slam. I just, it's just oh, one of those characters that are so iconic you just don't want yeah, to touch probably. like his performance was so good in that as a genie it's like trying to try it's try someone trying to remake Mrs. Doubtfire without Robin Williams it just doesn't work but anyway are we any closer to Kingsman 2 uh, that comes out next year I think Kingsman it 2 it is a release date of September <laughs> sweet okay so yeah so we're close but not close enough mm. right yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it for all the film news um, <clears throat> actually there's one thing I was going to check Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is currently sitting at 630 million right is that any oh wait I've heard both Paul and Nicholas's Nick Nick opinion, and I'm hearing I mean I am hearing mixed reviews of that film. Like, so I don't know where should I go to watch it. It's worth should it. I wait for it to come out on Blu-ray? Um, so yeah, it's worth a watch. Definitely give it. A watch. I'd watch it in the cinema I'd, just yeah. because visually it's amazing. Okay, and I don't think at home we do it justice. No, so I definitely recommend. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Back to film. I think there's one thing we can talk about finally. Um, a film that I knew that wasn't going to do well. Uh, King Arthur has apparently oh, bombed oh, at the uh, oh, box office. Do you want to know something? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Because I love um, what's his name, Charlie. Um, who's, what's the guy's name? Hunnam. The main guy. Hunnam. Hunnam. Yeah. yeah. I think like yeah, he I've loved him. He was in um Blowing Bubbles, Blowing Bubbles. what films are and <laughs> bloody <laughs> I'm not thinking. The football hooliganism <laughs> film Green Street, Street. Elijah Wood. Green Elijah Street. the little hobbit. Green Street. Huh? Green Street. Green Street. Yeah. Right, so obviously I knew him from that, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and then obviously he was in Sons of, uh, Sons of Anarchy, yeah? yeah. But so I was like, oh, getting hyped for this film. I was going to watch it, right? And then someone showed me the other week or something, a little trailer. And like, I'm David not Beckham. discrediting just... David Beckham, yeah? But like, he, have you seen it? Have it's you seen bad. the bit? Yeah, it's bad. I'm just saying, like, the man didn't even change his voice or his accent or anything. Yeah, so, oh, you see, I can't even remember what he said, but he ca- he turns around a little bit. And he's like, you got to take the hand out with the sword. I don't know what he said, Jay, but he said something. And I thought, yeah, I ain't going to watch that now. (laughs) Basically, it's David Beckham trying to act. But acting, he's just still David Beckham. He's only in that one little sentence, like that one little bit. It's because he's um, best friends with Guy Ritchie, who's the director of this. So. Yeah, I love Guy Ritchie, man. I love all his movies. So I probably will end up watching this because I do love Guy Ritchie. Uh, we can but... actually cover this technically because there is a multiple King Arthur film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one with Clive Owen. There there's is, a yes. Clive Owen one. There's um, um, Heath there's Ledger one, I Arthur, think. Or... Uh, which is Kira Knightley and which I can't remember which one that is. But uh... Yeah, that's Clive Owen. That is, yeah, Kira. yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, so that would... Uh, in fact, there's quite a few, yeah. Boom. That's quite a few. Anyway, uh, that's, I won't spoil the box, box office yet because we might have to do that one day. All I can say is it's um, not made anything, pretty much. Anyway, moving on. Back to film. Ghost and Shell. It's been a long time. So the remake. <laughs> let's let's delve into that properly. Yeah. Um. So the pup, uh, Puppet Master. Yeah. He's he wasn't gone. really in the remake, was he? Yeah, he's gotten that. They took but that basically, part out. But you sort of almost had like... Um, what's his name? Is it Koozie? Koozie, yeah. Yeah, him Project and the puppet master were sort of like mixed together as the same character in like the, yeah. um, the remake, yeah. wasn't it? They sort of like made it one, which sort of um, it was different. It was their own sort of like spin on it. I was thinking for the film, is he the puppet master? Are they ever going to mention him as the puppet? No, he's not the puppet master. Mm. They just sort of merged the two characters, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because yeah. they were still they still had the same project name, didn't they? Yeah, project no, five, no. Seven, oh no, it was different. The last two yeah, that's what I was interested in because I knew Sang was that with the project the number, but project I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was different, and I thought, oh, maybe so. She's two five. Uh, was it two nine five one two nine seven one? Yeah, and he was two nine zero one, and I thought, yeah. oh, okay. And then when she said there's ninety eight before you, I'm like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. But again, with the numbers, the project numbers, because I thought the project number might have been when when they went when she went looking for her mother. I thought, it was, oh, it's going to be the house number, but it wasn't. It wasn't the house number. And the other thing that threw me off is looking back at the original. Why was the guy's key code for the door to his garage the same code as her project number? Like, did, was he the fucking puppet master <laughs> the whole time? Like, what the hell? It threw me, it threw me a little bit off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah, should, yeah. I should have made, I should have made notes of the numbers yeah. definitely. But I don't know why it was different in the remake than if it had some kind of significance. I like the last, no. the last kind of scene in it. I thought was quite. It was light for light, yeah. but I liked it where she jumps on that machine yeah. and then when she rips it off, her arm kind of came off and like she got like. It, yeah, it did the same way as same well. Way. Yeah, I, yeah, I quite like that. I mean, she didn't lose her leg, but that was yeah. the way they'd done it. I agree. Um, obviously, the difference being that she didn't get her head blown off. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I get the impression that they left it open because... Yeah. You see, when his eyes went white, it's like he just uploaded himself somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I thought white. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was, do you think he was still kind of a like, Because, like, when they had their little talk, and then he turned around and said something like, I'll always be with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, his eyes turned white. So I thought that was gone. But then when that um, the person shot him, I thought, 
And then she was like, no, I was just like, oh, was he not dead yet? Or like, you know, like, was there yeah. going to be something from it? Yeah. It leaves it, it, leaves it open to, yes. for sure. But yeah. But as I said, I was, I, I always go back to, I think Scarlett Johansson did like quite a superb job to try to like yeah. live up to like the original, which was an animation as well, which makes it harder, I think. Yeah. Um, I thought the characters weren't too, no, apart from the um, Takashi guy, I didn't really know too many. I knew, I knew that, what, what was the doctor's name? Yeah. a lot um awfully or something um i've recognized her in movies but i didn't really recognize many other characters yeah. like in other movies so like i don't know if this is like their first time given a role or whatever but i thought everyone like played quite a nice part in it yeah and at the beginning i was also trying to think of who else could play major anyone have yeah. any and did it did that did that occur to anyone at all i i thought who could have been played it like oh like you know and i thought i genuinely thought um she got the role because yeah. of her role in lucy okay yeah I agree um, well i i i because I, I don't know why I think she did that movie and it was like sci-fi kind of thing and like she played that role quite well and then mm. immediately goes to the show I was just like well um, they're not the same film but the kind of role is a little bit similar in ways yeah. um, so I thought she got it from Lucy the um the Lucy yeah. performance, but as but, Nick has just like said, I think who who was um Mar- Maggie Ro- what was Margot Robbie. I was also considered for the role of uh, Major, which would uh yeah I I don't know if she would have fit the role. It would have been she's not a who sorry Margot Robbie. Um, the one looked. who's in um, Suicide Squad that plays Harley Quinn. And not not being horrible to her, but it, uh, she's not that like serious type of. Face. I don't. I don't. I don't think she would have been able to pass yeah. that one. I, I, I thought. I thought. Oh, when you're talking about face, I yeah. thought Scarlett Johansson got it down to the T with yeah. like even like just with her facial features, yeah. the nose, the hair, everything like that. I thought it was like I thought she was quite close in comparison to what um, McCall really was. Do you know what? Looking at looking at that choice. And thinking, I think um, Olivia Wilde would have been good. Who's Olivia Wilde? Uh, she played in House. Oh, her, yes. Uh, yeah, Tron, she... Le- Tron, Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy, okay, I know yeah. who you're on, but yeah. yeah. She also, does... who who played? Um, oh, what was it? Equ- was it Equilibrium? Yeah, e- what well, Equilibrium with Christian Bale and um, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of a different film. Equilibrium is the one with Christian Bale in it. Uh, not, what's the, what's the, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, not that one. What's the one with the female? I think she is a cyborg in it. I can't remember with the motorbike and stuff like that. Frick. Um, uh, Violet. Yes, I know. Ultra oh, Violet. Ultra Violet. Ultra Violet. Yeah. Ultra who played Violet, her? Yeah. She yeah. Charlie Spiron. Charlie yeah. Spiron. Oh no no. Um, Mila Djokovic. No. Yeah wait, yeah wait. Mila yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Charlie Spiron or Mila Djokovic. It's Mila. Mila yeah. Yeah she would have been good. Yeah. Although she's pretty old now. Yeah she's got not yeah actually but she would have been yeah she actually that would have been actually a good choice if this yeah. film was made ten years ago she would have like yeah. it, she would probably got their choice the role I mean. I think yeah I think she's probably the best choice for the Western actors. Yes choice of which apparently they really wanted but um again they did there was quite a few nods like we said to the original where it'd be uh some of the fight scenes or some of the i did i did but they, I, but they were very good <clears throat> oh yeah they were like scene for scene nods like mm. and very and some very subtle lines i thought that was really good also a very interesting thing for the japanese double this version of this film they got all the original voice actors from the 1995 one. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's good. I, I like that. Yeah, that was. I thought that was a good, a good thing to do. And um, sorry, Paul. That's just green. This green. Paul says something. Wow. <laughs> 
Paul, what have you got? You got any notes for this, Paul? Not really. Anyway, no. shut up. I carried fucking Conan last week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that shit. I run that show, all right? All right, all right. I'm entitled to just chill out and listen to people talk about ghosts in the show. <laughs> Did anyone see the Pan Am advert? No, <laughs> wait, 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 one second, take you back. Wait, what advert? The Pan Am. The Pan Am. Yeah. You know the old American airline that got bankrupt? Yeah, wait, are you on about in this film? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I didn't know it was that. No, I didn't know it was It was, uh, in the opening shot of the city, it was there. And basically, it's a reference to Blade Runner. Oh, really? yeah. I was looking for references in the cityscapes, and I couldn't find it. And also, the company that makes all these droids, uh, these cyborgs, there was no mention of that in the original, was there? Um, no, different company. Um, yeah. In this one, it was Hanka. Is yeah, it Hanka? Right, Hanka, yeah. yeah. And in the original one, it was the, the company... Ah... There was, there was, but it was a different name. It was a okay. different name. Also, did everyone see the product placement Honda on the motorbike? It was just, every time the camera was on that motorbike, Honda was just in the bottom bottom of the screen. <laughs> Clear as day. Like, three times. This this motorbike is from Honda. Surprisingly, the car wasn't a Honda car. It was a Lotus XL. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, the motorbike. motorbike. Yeah, no, the car. The car he had. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, right. It's a Lotus. And uh, another favorite that I had was the gun, the revolver. Right at the end. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that yeah. was the cop's gun, wasn't it? That was, yes. Yeah. That was right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I felt that too. Um, I liked how they, as well, in the beginning scene when they had their briefcases yeah. and they turned into Uzis. That was yeah. a good little throwback. Yeah, that is. Do like that. I was wondering when I had that scene first started, like, why aren't they police? What What's going on here? But no, uh, kind of. Yeah. Did, did anyone spot, like, the. No, oh, I was going to say the, the sections. I like these, like, section six and section nine. I, yeah, I would like yeah. to see more movies about other sections. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, no. You could you you could so make so many more movies. Yeah, indeed. But yeah, but hey, did anyone? Because I didn't know. Like you know the boat scene where Balto <laughs> and um, Scarlet is. Yes. Like, did anyone notice? Like, I didn't notice what beer they were actually drinking. In the, the but in the animated one, yeah. Yeah. Did anyone notice the beer in his hand was a Sam Miguel's? <laughs> Was it? Yeah, it was drawn exactly like Sam Miguel's, and like, you could see Sam and then M, but you, you never quite got round enough to see the Miguel bit. But it was the white and gold, and it, dude, did no one notice that? I think I'm the only alcoholic one. In yeah, this yeah. This, <laughs> yeah is okay. this is the stuff that people need to know. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now this show's picking up. These, these are the facts that we need to give to the people. But yeah, man. Oh fuck yeah. But okay. yeah. You know, I think we should do. I think we should throw Paul segment in. Oh, the, the comparables. Yeah. Yeah, I've only written it down, but you can just just go, can't you? Really? This is a bit hard because they're animated on one side. Well, that's why I sort of didn't really follow it through. Basically, so Smiler um, last week, basically going forward, I think we should try and do comparables where we can compare like sort of lead actor versus lead actor um set versus set do you know what I mean so you you get an idea of rather than just like blah blah, blah there's the basic comparables you can do yeah this week i think it's insanely hard it is do. hard because you compare scott johansson's to an animated character you compare the animated set to a real set mm. but you can give it a go though okay um lead character versus lead, lead character, character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably credit uh Johansson more. Yeah, because I, I think the first one was a little too animated. Oh. <laughs> My God. To be fair, it's worth the segment just for that, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for the... Uh, 
animated major. Okay. Just because. Um. Yeah. Set versus set. Now, this you know, is a tricky one. I'm, I'm gonna go with the remake. I think they've done it so well. Yeah. Like I, they. they, they I, when they've done the, the skyline site, and I'm looking up, I'm thinking that is a slum, but it's a fucking huge slum, and they done it just like the the uh, original. Yeah. But because because of the update and CGI and whatnot, they could make it look so detailed. It was yeah. amazing. I'm gonna go with the original. Just, just letting you know if um, I don't know if you guys know this, yeah. but see, Ghost in the Shell, the first '95 one. Yeah. I remember, like, on Netflix, like uh, five, seven years ago or something. Yeah. Um, they did a Ghost in the Sh- the exact same Ghost in the Shell, but it was called 2.0. It wasn't like the second film, Innocence. It wasn't a sequel. It was generally just that film, but it was called 2.0. Yeah, and all the scenes, all the scenes like the city and her jumping off the building and like disappearing and everything was proper. Like that's the only differences in the film was all them scen- scenic views. Yeah. It was all really like 3D CGI. Like it was really beautiful, but. Like yeah, I don't think they've ever. Well, they might have had the DVD release of it, but like the one that I watched was obviously the original '95 one. Yeah, but yeah, and, uh, yeah, there was two, but I was pretty much enhanced the graphics. And enhanced, the audio. it was enhanced the graphics. That's all it was. It, it, yeah, uh, and, and the soundtrack as well. They changed the soundtrack around. Oh, did they? Yeah, apparently, which was um, it was made to use the new modern uh, CGI 3D stuff just to. Okay. Wasn't there so a this- one point? Uh, something as well didn't they do like a one point or was that just me i'm, I'm not sure no i know they did a 2.0 the, the manga was referred to as 2.0 and 1.5 so i don't know if you're getting that confused or anything but yeah, I think I've, yeah, yeah I, got, I got confused yeah that was me whoops <coughs> but hey, but yeah, no. yeah. Hey, yeah i don't know it, it just is what it is really isn't it i mean they're both sort of Sort of nice little films. Um, anyone else thing else to say? Any notes before we wrap up? Because I think we've kind of pretty much everything. I just want to say to anyone that's listening that just like Andrew or um or um someone said back earlier, um yeah, don't not go and see it because of what your friends or someone else might yeah. you know say because it generally shocked me and it surprised me and I actually. I prefer I obviously prefer the original more because I'm quite like an anime freak myself so like but for me to say like this Hollywood remake of it is pretty spectacular like you know like it was above my um what I thought it was going to be um yeah just yeah go watch it man it was genuinely oh when it comes out buy it whatever but like yeah it was genuinely worth watching definitely something to see in the cinema for the visual aspect of it as well pretty good looking film yeah definitely yeah. i'd agree with that did i did a little uh, twitter poll you did a little twitter poll what have you got yeah again like i said every week i'm just gonna do it really just straightforward what one do you prefer yep. 1995 or 2017 um 17 votes 71 percent said um 1995 oh so that's not too disheartening no there are some people that didn't like at least, apart from us, the new one. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, uh, it is good. Right, um, uh, Instagram, we've got some uh, thingy-majiggies, some comments. Instagramos. Uh, there we go. Uh, so from all underscore movie underscore reviews 10, I really enjoyed it. Really fun. I have a review on it. Uh, King underscore reviewer 666, love them both. And I can't hear, Kim Johal, 22, I love them both. Final thoughts. Who wants to go first? Um, I don't mind. Do it. I dive in. Basically, um, yeah, seen the original one before, liked it, it's a great film. Obviously, check the, the new one out. I was pleasantly surprised. I wouldn't 
necessarily called it lazy Hollywood because I don't blame him for wanting to have a go with sort of the uh, the visual effects now. Um, it, it's hard not to compare it though to like films like Matrix and that because they were influenced by him. But I think as a standalone, I think visually it's a great film and um, yeah. I wouldn't be against doing it. I wouldn't say it's lazy Hollywood because it's it's just an updated, modernised version of it, really. So give it a chance. Indeed, Stop hating. Indeed. Yeah, haters. Moving Read on. Read the review. <laughs> Our review. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm I'll go next. I'll, yeah. I'm going to agree with Paul. It's um I think there's enough of a difference in the storyline as well to separate it slightly and build upon on what it was originally. Um, so I'm I'm going to say it's not lazy Hollywood. Both very good. Um movies uh also just remember it's it's not our memories that define us it's what we do <laughs> I <don't know> why. <laughs> <laughs> which 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 i like i like that little saying that she they kept throwing out throughout the movie it's not our memories that define us but what we do so it's kind of like do something that leaves a mark in people's memories so <laughs> what? Don't know. so maybe it's maybe maybe it's not um not our memories that define us, but the memories we leave with others. Apparently. This, apparently. Apparently. Yeah, great, great movies. Um, not lazy on them. Smile, what do you think? What are you going to say? Um, I'll just say I agree with both the guys. Um, I obviously am a huge anime fan. Um, for me, like obviously the sci-fi category um, was a is not the biggest, but uh, Ghost in the Shell being a classic, I can remember watching it when I was younger. Um, as well, I said it did confuse me, but the whole storyline and everything like that, I thought was like for me watching all Akira's and all the all the all their animes. Um, it was a first of its kind which um i really appreciated um for a 95 for back then and you can like you said nick earlier that it's still you can still see it like now and it still is good um yeah i don't think i've got any faults with the first one um the second one as i said i just it was it was fascinating to watch um it was visually stunning um even the soundtrack even though i did say earlier i didn't hear the main soundtrack till the very end credits but even certain bits of the soundtrack in the actual film i actually really liked um as i said scarlett johansson did an amazing job trying to reenact it um what else i thought whoever plays the battle guy I've got to check out his whole like filmography because I I really liked how he played his part. Um, but yeah, no, there's like yeah, it's not lazy Hollywood. Um, I, I just don't know. It's just uh, to me, both good films. Fair enough. Again, I agree with all you guys. Um, I, I again, I've watched the original Ghost in the Shell many a times and was pleasantly present uh, pleasantly surprised by the uh, the remake the live action remake again it does change enough to kind of warrant it and it is nice to see certain anime films in live action to see how they compare to see if they work and I think this one did work I think it was a again a pretty decent film um, it, it oh, the only, my only complaint is it didn't the original Ghost in the Shell seemed a bit more deep in terms of its whole psychology thing whereas the remake seemed a bit more kind of not that kind of end of the film. It seemed a bit more actiony, which is fine. Again, it's a live action film. Um, the other thing I say with all this hate is like it's almost disrespectful to all these filmmakers out there. Like a lot goes into making these films, and just yeah. for someone to go onto Twitter saying, "Oh, it's terrible, don't watch it," even though you haven't seen it, is like it's fanboys, though, isn't it? Yeah, You've got yeah. that in every kind of like whether it's oh, gaming yeah. films. You always got these little fanboys, or whatever you call them. So like. <laughs> 
again there's a lot to go there's a lot of people buying these films it's just like disheartening when everyone says oh don't go and see this go and see it it's a decent film yeah it's worth at least one trip to the cinema. You'll be entertained, hopefully. And no, it's not Lazy Hollywood. Again, they've changed enough. And, and you can't, it's hard to do Lazy Hollywood when you go from animated to uh, live action unless you do it horribly wrong, like Titanic, even though that was reverse. But we won't go there. Anyway, go and see this film. Cool. Boom. Um, yeah, great points. Um, take us through plugs. Obviously, follow us at underscore Lazy Hollywood on Twitter underscore lazy hollywood on instagram facebook um forward slash lazy hollywood with their um head over to zazzle.co.uk forward slash lazy hollywood check out our shirts again there's always new ones going up they're pretty decent um show some love itunes soundcloud go over there subscribe share um, we do the show for free so rate comment subscribe all your help is appreciated next week we are doing Bum, 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 bum. The day the earth stood still. Ooh. Hey, nice. Ooh. It's just shouts, Andrew, all over Ooh. it. I cannot wait for this show. <laughs> and Nick. And me. I'm looking forward <laughs> to this one. As I rename it the afternoon, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's... But um, yeah, make sure you're here, same time every week. Check us out, follow us on Twitter, all that other stuff. We're always doing things. Also, go to the website, lazyhollywood.co.uk. Head over to that. It has links to all our social media pages, all our personal pages, and everything you could need in life in general. In general. It's just in general. In general. <laughs> that note, goodbye for me. Sleep well, everyone. Sleep well. Good night. <laughs> Bye for me. See you. Oh, good morning, depending on when you listen to this. Go to sleep. <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>